Through Metal Pits. The Archives. Me and you, Season 2. Alright, let's kick it. Welcome to the interview section of Canberra Metal Hedge. You've got Marky Malpas. And JDK. Joined here with the guys from Deaf Beds. From left to right, we've got... I'm Kit. I'm the clean singer and also the pianist. Uh, I'm Ben. I play rhythm guitar. I'm David. I'm the vocalist. Excellent. Good to have you guys in on the show. Uh, it's been a long time coming. I've been watching you guys do stuff for um, like as long as we've been doing the show, just about. And um, it's good to finally get you on. I, uh, Thanks for having us. Yeah. yeah, we're keen to be here. Yeah, cool. We uh, just decided to grab the um, the live interview options at the basement. It's all kind of handy to uh, be able to catch up here and have a chat to people like on site. You guys have got a gig tonight with um, Boris the Blade. Yeah. Um, we're very keen to play. It's gonna be it's gonna be a pretty mad night. Being Boris's last Canberra show, I think it's gonna go off. There's gonna be a ton of people here. It'll be great. Yeah, it's kind of sad. Like we've we've, we've like we played with them before, so it's like sick to play with them again but it's also like no final time yeah i think yeah. they were actually they were one of the first like we'd say big bands that we ever played with yeah for sure yeah yeah that's cool and, and like they've been i think nine years since they started so yeah. like they're really established which is you know sad to see them go but this last tour is a cracker like there's heaps of um i mean anyone from the the tour lineup i'd see as a headliner but it's like a full like mm. full bill yeah and a few of them sold out yeah I managed to score tickets for the um, the Friday show in Melbourne as soon as they announced it. So luckily, I got yeah. onto that one because it like sold out really quick. Mm. Yeah, I know a few yeah. people like from here bought tickets. Yeah, that one because they announced the um, Canberra one afterwards. That's exactly yeah. what I did. But uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, any excuse to go down yeah, to Melbourne? Promoters, make sure you announce the Canberra shows yeah. at the same time. Yeah, exactly, man. <laughs> so often, but I mean. At the end of the day, I'm just happy to, that they've come through Canberra, even though yeah. it wasn't announced straight away, so that's awesome. Seeing them but twice is not going to be a problem, yeah. I don't think. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the tour was just by popular demand. Yeah. yeah. Everyone was like, you're only playing Melbourne? <laughs> Let's get them out here. Come on, one last tour. Did you see they got like international to it now yeah, as yeah. well? Like yeah, they added Japan was, to yeah. it? I think they announced Black and yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Like, You've got to do that, though, if you're going to. I feel like it's good for them to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Overseas fans would be like, oh, cool. Yeah, they broke up. <laughs> you get to hear them like one last time. And like, yeah, like, yeah. I feel like that's so there's been a few bands coming through. Like, we um, interviewed uh, Orpheus Omega, and they um, were just talking about the Japanese tour that Omni and Gathering and, um, did as well. So that's like cool that Japan's got like a mad, um, getting more and more gigs. Yeah, Japan's cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's some mad. Well, I went to Japan, and the metal scene's like, it's. It's not huge. Yep. But the local medicine is cool. It's very yeah, intense, yeah. I feel. Like everyone like everyone gets big. into it. Hey, Man, I, I went down people were moshing so hard. <laughs> Actually, um, a band that used to play here all the time um, from Sydney called Tensions Arise, they went to Sydney and they uh, went to, sorry, went to uh, Japan and they said that um, everyone gets like beer tickets and yeah, at the end, we got beer tickets. Yeah, yeah. Beer ticket, yeah. And uh, all the all the like fans were just giving the bands extra beer tickets. Like yeah. that was like the biggest thing that they could they could offer. They're like, take as many of these as you as you can. Like the fans were giving them yeah, to the band. Bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. got down the last band at one show, and they, I got like three beer tickets. And there was one band that I'm like, fuck, I got so many beer tickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, although like Bruce is 
relatively cheap over there from what I hear, yeah, like yeah, compared yeah, to here. Yeah. But it's Seven Eleven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that. I I know. I saw he can't like one dollar sixty five Australian. Deadly. Dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> it turns into a dangerous time real quick. And public drinking is allowed. Yes. Oh so man. You just drink walking down the street. Man. Just on my way to work. It's just no having a great day. Because no one there is an idiot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Most of Europe has the same rules as that. Yep. Um, so anyway, that's the uh, that's like the history of some of the um, other gigs around the place. You guys uh, had a gig recently here um, slaves. with slaves, yeah. Yeah, which was cool. It was like a mixed lineup. Um, that was our first international support, which is uh, we didn't really think it was going to be slaves for our first international support because it is a bit of a genre gap. But it is cool playing. Um, mixed bills because you always do get new fans yeah. and it's always nice just to, like listen to all the music and be like oh cool yeah. you know what I yeah. actually do kind of enjoy that networking like, slaves and stuff are like cool. that yeah. the lead singer bagged that camera a lot but <laughs> they're a tight band <laughs> at the end of the day they're playing here man yeah. that's yeah. what that's what like, counts like a week and I am was on that as well and they're, they're really nice guys yeah. and we met them before funny, funny, tell the funny story oh well I saw them when they opened for Falling Reverse in Sydney and I bought a hat off them, and mm-hmm. I said, "It was I was getting yeah. fake." All, all three of us were there. Yeah, we were all there. Yeah, and yeah. And then was just speaking to them, uh, just chatting normally. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm in a band in Canberra." And they're like, "Oh, if you ever come to Brisbane, hit us up and we'll play a show." They came here. They didn't remember who who we were until David just was like, "Oh yeah, our guitarist said you're going to play a gig with us one day." He's like, "Oh yeah, now I remember. I guess we're actually playing the show." Now. <laughs> it was fake. <laughs> <laughs> didn't mean it at the time. Wow. <laughs> he was just being nice to Ben, but little did, little did he know. <laughs> Yeah, right. So, like, um, Dave, I've seen, you, like, you. I work with you, man. It's, like, yeah. crazy. Then, then, like, to see your band is really, really cool. Yeah, it's cool. Um, I definitely think that unintentionally my band got me the job here. <laughs> yeah. In the long road. You look at heaps of things in life and it's, like, so many, like, we're all friends. Yep. Like, I'm dating my partner. Yep. I work here. All because of deathbeds. Yeah, because sick. Callum, who also works here for yep. Honest Cruels, yep. he uh, recorded our first EP. Yep. And then ended up, he was working at the bar, kitchen yep. opened, and then we became friends off that. And it's like, oh, you need a barista. Don't even make coffee, really. Like, <laughs> I go, um, I, now I work there, all because of that. Yeah, and that's, we're all that's right. Because of deathbeds. Yeah, like, Ben and I have known each other for since high school. Like, um, Awesome. We've been friends for, like, a really long time. And then when they were like, oh, well, like, this is, like, something we're kind of interested in doing, like, getting in, like, a female, like, clean singer. Yeah, we're coming up to, like, 10 years. Yeah, we're coming up now. to, like, 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Too long. Yeah. Uh, when you hit double digits, it's, like, yeah, it's eye-opening. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't meet... I, I was probably the, the first person that was new to come into the band for a while because the yep. band was pretty stagnant and dead about two years ago. Yeah. And then I met David through a friend who matched with him on Tinder. Who works that's, in the kitchen. Who works in the kitchen. <laughs> that's so, Emily. Circle. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how, I, that's how I got in the band. And then, since then, it's just... It's just gone really well. We've all gotten along really well as friends, and we've definitely we've fed off each other with our, with instrumentality wise, and we've all kind of just progressed and gotten better with each other. Yeah. Yep. Especially Anthony, yeah. who isn't here right now. Um, we wish he was. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, he could talk gear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And smart stuff, mm. but yeah, people don't realize um, that we've been a band since 2015. Yep. Um, and we didn't get a drummer until three years later. Yeah, right. And then we had our first show. Yeah, yeah. And people were like, that was a really good first show. I was like, yeah, we've been practicing for three years. <laughs> <laughs> we knew our material really well. Yeah. Like, I think I'd only been a part of the band for like a couple of months maybe. And 
It was just like, oh, we actually finally got our first show. And I, was yeah. it with Hostel? Yeah, Hostel got Hostel, us yeah. on yep. the show, which we're playing with tonight. And the Bruce yeah, of yeah. Silence. Yeah. yeah. I've uh, like had Hostel on the show, and I do co-host with Tom every now and then. Yeah, um, that's cool. So, yeah, that's well, cool. And then Tom's... Um, his cousin, right? Corey. Yeah. Yeah, is... Uh, Tom's cousin, Corey, in a night in Texas, yep. is recording our album. Yeah, And sick. recorded our single for the release. Awesome. That's that's good how it goes full circle, man. I love yeah. the guys in a night in Texas. Like I said, anyone in this bill I would see as a headliner, like, on, on a separate yeah, well, bill. We, we, yeah. opened, we opened for them. That's how we met them. And they came up to us and said, yeah, we really liked it. And Corey came up and said, well, if you've got future stuff coming up, keep me up. Yeah. I want to yeah. work with you yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. DM'd Got that DMs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Slid in the DMs. DMs. You guys want, yeah. I'll record you guys if you want. Yeah, see, well, that's like, uh, so I, I interviewed, um, I think, um, with Angus last time um, with The Night in Texas. And yeah, yeah that was um, that was cool, man, because it was just like, I think the first time that I'd seen him play live was like soon after I interviewed him. So like, we're just talking about like band stuff and all that stuff. And then I see him play live as well. Obviously, they released Global Slaughter just yeah. before that. Um, and I got the LP and yeah, I was just like immersed in that band for a little while, just like interviewed and watched them play live, then went home and put on the LP. Like, <laughs> become, I would say probably one of the big staples in like modern deathcore these days. Like for a band that, that don't like, I haven't seen like they play a super amount of shows, but they go overseas a lot. Yeah. They like, they come off where, when we played with them the first time, they'd just come off doing a European tour. Yep. Like, yeah. I think with Psychroptic, it might've been okay. or something like that. And it, it was mad. Like to put a play with a band that had just come off a European tour was such a big thing for us. Yeah. yeah. And they're like a tight band live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they sound really good. Yeah, it's really, really flashy. Like, I just, yeah. yeah, it's crazy to think. Like, I couldn't imagine what, like, your guitarist, my co-host, Jay. Jay's my tech guy. So, you mentioned before you need someone to talk tech on your side. He's my guy. Like, whenever we're talking tech, I just uh, stand back and watch the tech Everyone's talk. Yeah, I just zone out. Everyone's like, pretty good. Like, ben, like, ben, ben knows. Like, I love listening. I just can't yeah. weigh in on it. Ben knows his stuff, and so does Sam, our drummer. And, um, yep. like, Anthony knows like a fair bit yeah. kid no no shit all yeah um, <laughs> we're just along for the ride man yeah. it's great yeah so uh, who's the, who's the newest member of the band uh, you Sam, Sam, Sam yeah. oh Whoops. Sam sorry I thought that you mentioned that you hadn't been in for very long oh that was when like we first started when yeah, we yeah. yeah well, oh, right, prior to our first show kit yeah. was quite fresh to the band cool yeah. yeah and then I got Sam into the band yeah who's uh <laughs> Sweet. Met him at work. All the time. I I really like the um the dynamic that having clean vocals um adds to the band too. So well, that was like, something yeah. that that when I first came into the band and when I first met David, that was something that we talked about for a long time. We wanted yep. to do something a little bit different. I know there are bands that play a lot similar to us and like make them suffer and savior <laughs> and that that has <laughs> make them suffer and savior and that that have you know female cleans and yeah. piano, but. I think I think we do something a little bit different with it as well. I think we try to we try to we 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 play a little bit heavier, but we add a little bit more of like an like a dynamic to it as well. I yeah, think, with everything. Like a lot of people, we'll get into like I guess the album of the single. A lot of our people compare like people compared our latest single, Biggest Interval, um, to Make Them Suffer, which was like a fair comparison because it was very Make Them Suffer esque. And but we can't wait to release. We're going to release another single prior to the album dropping. Okay. Um, the album's called Sinner. It's a concept album on the seven deadly sins. 
people, oh, were you doing a concept album for your first full release? It's like, because it's cool. You can yeah, that, that, was, that, was, yeah. That, was, that was one thing that we talked about early in the process is because we we hadn't even released our EP before we started talking about Sinner. Yep. We'd already had Sinner, the concept and the ideas already mm. planned before we even released Death EP. And I think that's something that, that we do really well is we, we think we think a year ahead of yeah. the things that we want to do as a band yeah. besides shows of course because yeah. those things just pop up here and there but yeah. when it comes to like releases and merch and stuff like that we plan we try to plan everything as far in advance as we can so mm-hmm. we have when that point comes we're ready to go we already yeah. have ideas and stuff like planned yep. it's yeah. just like it's way easier to like have a plan moving forward if we already yeah. have those ideas like we know where we want to go we know yeah, the yeah. direction yeah and then when we when we came to the scenario idea we sat down i think we spent a few hours initially at first we sat down before we had music or anything we just sat down and wrote exactly what we wanted yeah. we put all the kind of sounds and ideas that we wanted per song what things should feel how the influences, the influences how yeah. the story through the whole concept record was, was going to go that was all for anthony because anthony writes he wrote all stuff on death ep uh, besides some of the songs which ben and i wrote and anthony added stuff to it but sinner has com- been besides the lyrics completely written by anthony yeah um, you can see how much like hysteria mag said oh it's crazy they tried to say it in a nice way they were like how'd you go from that to that yeah I was like she, she tried to say like as in like how'd you go from that shit to this good shit <laughs> um, but it's just he just got out of his shell like yep. i feel like any guitarist can't relate but any guitarist um writing when you first start off you're a little bit scared and you um you're also everything you write you're like it sucks because with no matter what like i think the, of- i think the first songs that we wrote a lot for the death ep was kind of we just wanted to make some songs yeah. we didn't really yeah. have a clear idea of where we were going or what yeah. we were doing we just yeah. it was like shit let's just write some songs and do this and then as we said yeah we planned we planned this next release so we've really had time to sit down and go this is what we want this is how we want to sound and th- th- i think that's been super beneficial in the long run for us coming with maturity man and like time yeah 100 percent. ability to evolve and yeah, and, I, um, I totally get that I'm, I'm glad that Anthony took it on, like writing everything, yeah. because it's so much easier than like having six people in a room trying to write a song. And like, like all the like, we got a bunch of demos and stuff before we started recording. And he basically just went away for would have would have been about a month, just squirreled away, and then came back and was like, oh, he's like four or five songs. Here, here you go. And we were like, yeah. these are great. We love these. These are fantastic. <laughs> Let's just go with them. And I find it really hard to write because it's especially because it's a concept album. I find it really hard to write lyrics when I don't have the song itself, mm-hmm. because. I write my lyrics to the song mm, mm. and um like if you write lyrics without a song it's sort of like poetry which makes sense and then um when the song comes that into that pattern yeah, <laughs> yeah the song comes out and it's like cool like Corey and i recorded um one of the songs kit and anthony saw it happen oh. they have both i uh, sent them all lyrics through um email yep and um one of the songs uh we were tracking vocals with Corey, and he was like I don't like this. He's pretty. He's pretty good. He has. I'm um, Anthony. You know, I, everyone in the band I feel is hella open. We're not gonna be like this is our way. We're gonna do it, even if it sounds bad. It sounded good in our head. Yeah. If he's like, if anyone who we're recording with is like, oh, let's try this. We're gonna try it. Yeah. Like and, yeah, like one of the songs that we have that we think personally we haven't released it yet that we think is one of the strongest hits on the album. We had a first demo of it and we were like, no, this is shit. We don't like it. And yeah. we said well, that. We didn't say it was shit. Well, we didn't say it was shit. We were just like, it was more like, we like we like this, this, and this. We don't like this stuff. And then yeah. Anthony went away and he was like, okay, cool. It gives me a little bit more of a focus to run mm-hmm. on. And we put it together. And then now, we, I honestly think it's probably one of our strongest yeah. Yeah. songs. It's a mad song. But yeah. that is the song we're talking about. Yeah. Is it? Oh, no, it's not. Anyway. Yeah. Um, 
I was one of the songs I was tracking vocals and Corey was like, no, nah, just do this, do this. And I was cutting lyrics here and there. And then I tried to not lose the meaning. It still all makes sense to the concept, but it's like, it just shows like how we're pretty open with, we're not going to be like set yeah. in stone and stuff like that. Yeah, like while he was like, I'm trying to record clean vocals and like the struggling turns out I'm sick, which makes sense. Uh, but, you know, I was like, you know, I'm asking him, I'm like, what do you think I can change? Like, what can I do better? And it's all about like, sometimes like your technician, you've got to take that feedback because like at the end of the day, they were the ones mixing and listening to your mm. thing. They're like an outsider opinion. You've got to take that on board. Yeah. yeah. And that was, we. I think we've had a pretty good run and and work with Corey on the record because he's been super honest with us and he's been almost a super collaborative effort as well. It's not just basically being like, all right, cool, we're going to record the songs and do this. He goes, well, how about we change stuff like this? Or how about we do things diff- a little bit differently? Yeah, like and add it, some lyrics and stuff. Add some lyrics and maybe change a, yeah. a little bit of a riff here and there. And it's been super helpful because it's yeah. made it just such more of a collaborative effort. Yeah, he's done a mad job. You can tell he's like not just doing it for like a quick buck. Yeah. He, he's into it. Yeah. He's like sharing your vision. And um, going back on what I started everything with saying um, people are comparing us to uh, make them suffer. Um, with that first song, we can't wait for people to hear the whole album because every song sounds different. Yeah. Um, because it's they're supposed to represent uh, scenes. Yeah, different. Scenes. So each, when we gave Anthony, we were like, this is the scene, this is like sort of like heaps of descriptions of the um, references and stuff. And mm-hmm. each song, just, it's like its own genre, hey? Yep. And... Um, also, we also uh, not only Corey has been working on it with us. Also, um, I don't know if you know Miss uh, Mystic, 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 Mystic. She's um, gonna hate me for saying that <laughs> wrong. Uh, she she did the orchestrals. Yep. Um, for that album, she's done an amazing job. And the piano. And like, the piano. I yeah. can't write piano. Yeah. Not Kit a Kit can um, play anything. <laughs> anything. Can I? Can I? <laughs> Close to anything, but uh, when you first, because Kit didn't actually know how to play piano. No, I've only been learning Prod- quite a yeah. year. Carol's yeah, been, um, Carol. Kit's been getting um, piano lessons for about a year now. Oh, just under. Just yeah. under a year. And um, so we got Ursula to write the piano for us, and it sounds amazing. Yeah, could never, like, I just can't compose, like, that comes with experience and practice of any instrument. Um, and, and yeah, I just, um, like, it was nice to finally, like, she has this just such wealth of knowledge and just being able to be like, oh my God, this is like so good. And it's such an enjoying, it, it, like it's so, in, yeah, it's just fun to play. Yep. And that's like also really cool. Like a lot of the songs I find, we all get into it because they are really fun to play. Which, I don't know, like some of the songs from like our EP, I'm like really, like, and I, and I, I also didn't do a lot in that album just because. No, it's hard adding piano once. It's hard adding piano once the, um, once the song's already made yeah. and they're written to not have piano in them. Yeah, yeah. And you try to add a piano to add the song, it. it's just like, mm, this is sort of hard. <laughs> yeah. I think I think the approach we took to writing these songs is like, we just want to write something that w- that we would enjoy and that we would have fun with. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. there's no point, I don't think we, any of us would see the point in writing a song that you don't enjoy. So yeah. we, we, yeah, we just took the approach of these things that we really like and this is what we enjoy. And like, we play, we play, we played a few of the new songs live and we just, every time we play them, we're like, these are really fun to play. We really enjoy them. Yeah. No, they're sick. Yeah, cool. Um, um so, sorry, go, go ahead. Yeah, I, I was no. going to wrap up with um with, with um the like album and single sort of yeah. thing, but if you had anything no, more also, to add. I was, gonna, I was doing the exact same thing I was about to say. The album got delayed a little bit. We wanted to get it out mid-year, um, but it's probably because we're still going to get artwork made. 
We wanted we wanted to be because it's our first full release as a concert. We wanted to look really nice as long as sound nice. Um, so we're hoping like end of the year with another single coming out probably late July. Yep. And then the album coming out possibly September. Excellent. Um, followed by a tour. And merch. And merch. We, we have merch. no merch. We have beanies. We have beanies. Sick Everyone beanies. comes to our show and they're like, "Yo, where are your shirts? Where are your hoodies?" We just got beans. They're on back order. <laughs> <laughs> we spend well, a lot of money. We feel that we want to push out music compared to it. They have a couple cool songs, but they've got heaps of mad shirts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'd rather have like a It's good, good yeah. to be able to back it up, man. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, um, if you build the following of music, then like obviously the merch will um, sell as well. Yeah, yeah. no yeah. one, not, yeah. we, no one's gonna buy your stuff if you don't, if they don't like you. That's what I think. <laughs> that's why I personally, yeah, I think that that's how a lot of you'll people on, feel. You'll yeah. only make sales of people that forgot to bring a hoodie. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've all done that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had I, some I, sick merch just because I thought it looked really good and like didn't like actually enjoy the band that much. As much, yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah. what, that shirt. I'll wear that. Like, yeah. I'm no, like, I'm, I mean, I mean, I'm about that. I, I know what, I know what that's like. I, I will. I'm at the point now where I need to start, like, being more conscious about how much merch I have at home before I buy more. Because yeah. you just realise that, oh, that's right. I, I have way too many shirts and not enough time to wear all of them to everything. Yeah. The thing is, you wear those shirts, you wash them. And then you pick out the same shirts. Yeah, and exactly. And the other shirts are still just at the bottom. And you're like, hmm, I'll get to them one day. I got the opposite problem, man. I got big boy problems. So when I come to your merch desk, I just get turned away. <laughs> <laughs> I can only wear my own merch. Yeah, true. <laughs> oh, sucks. man. At least your band has merch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. All right, well, uh, that's that's like a summary on the album that's um, hopefully going to come out towards the end of this year and yeah. also a wrap-up on the single that was just... Yeah, we can say the single is biggest in of all. It's on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. It's also we- on the Spotify... It's, yeah, uh, it's, we've, we've just got to, had it put on uh, Homegrown and Heavy, which okay. is the Spotify curated playlist as well, which was... Yeah. Congratulations on that, guys. Yes, thank, thank you. Right. Thank it's you. pretty big. Did we tell people that and they're like, oh, that's all right, but then there's some big dogs yeah, on that Yeah, there's playlist. like Alpha Wolf and stuff. Yeah, and we're, we're, like, right be- we're right below No Name by Alpha Wolf and it's like, I feel like this is a good spot because after that song finishes, it's going to skip straight to us. Yeah. It's like, yes, yeah, good, free players. And um, <laughs> it's also, we have a lyric video on YouTube made by Scott Rudd, who does... Amazing lyric videos. Yeah, he's done some for Texas and yeah. that as well. He's Excellent. Done, like, crazy. He's done heaps. My bad too. Yes, mm. there you go. See, he does an amazing <laughs> he does, job. He does a good job. Funny yeah. fact though, I spelt one of the lyrics wrong. Uh, and we put it out a day late. That's an inside fact. <laughs> oh, know, yeah. What, yeah. The whole song was normal. And then at the end, it was like, biggest sing of all. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> And he was like, I've already rendered this, now I have to edit it and re-render the whole thing. He was like, yeah, no worries, man, it's going to be ready in 8 to 10 hours. (laughs) (laughs) No worries. Put it out a day later. Yeah. Cool, man. All right, well, there's the there's the hype on the um, the album and the single, which yep. we'll play after this um, interview. So if you want to announce the, the next track, then um, we'll be able to play it in the show. So we've got Deathbeds with the new single, Biggest Sin of All. Here on Canberra Metalheads. Hi, I'm Dave from Deathbeds, and you're listening to Canberra Metalheads. Welcome to the interview section of Canberra Metalheads. You got Mikey Malpas and JDK. Join here with the guys from Boris the Blade. You. Hello. Hi. Um, Let's see if we can do it one at a time. Say your name and your position in the band. I'm Carl. I'm drummer. Cool. Kobe, bass player. Sharpie vocals. Josh, guitar. 
Brad Riff Robot. Yes, there we go. We can't play riffs. We can't play the riffs. Oh, no. we've, we've had some good announcements. I think when we interviewed a band a couple of weeks ago, had the uh, bass guitarist say as a saxophone player. Yeah, can we do that again? Let's do the funny one yeah, now. Go, Tell go us again. your dream instrument. Yeah. Kobe, the uh, tennis player from Wondong. Champion. Champion. <laughs> Sharpie banjo player. Uh, Carl, anti uh, champion gymnast. With a ribbon? Brad the Riff Robot with my shit still loading. <laughs> I'm still Josh and I still play guitar. That's sick, man. That's the riff still There's loading. Like Josh, Josh is playing play. his, he's already playing his um, dream instrument. Already living the dream. Sick, oh, man. Fuck, I should have said skin flute. Josh, uh, skin flute. Kobe on bazooki. Man, it's good to have you guys here. This is part of the final tour after nine years, man. Um, seeing, seeing the uh, last time you're going to play in Canberra. Correct. Brings a tear to the eye, man. We had, had you on like early on in the show, so it's good to close it out now and be able to chat to you on the last tour. Yeah, definitely. Um, you guys have yeah, been a massive part of the early start of the show. I think you're the first big band that we ever had, so um, that, that's cool. a big part of yeah. Canberra Metalheads, man. Thanks for having us. Yeah, cheers for having us back. Yeah, sick. No, but um, yeah. Anyway, so it's a big part of the show, and thanks for coming along. And um, I've got tickets already to the final uh, Melbourne show on the Friday. At yes. Everyone come out to the final tour. Yep. There's about eight shows left, so come check us out. Yeah, sick. Black and Northern Territory as well. Yeah. Yeah, sick. That's. And Japan. You guys have got Japan as well. That. Tickets to Japan, man. And I didn't. All right, sweet. Yeah, Mel, I'm with the Friday one. The Friday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Actually, I, I got a buddy that moved to um to Japan. Just no, I got a buddy that moved to Japan and started um. No, dude, moved to Japan and just. Carl, sorry to cut you off. Carl just wants to offer a dad joke. Um, if if you're Australian before you go to the bathroom, and you're Australian when you come out of the bathroom, what are you while you're in the bathroom? What? European. <laughs> Please cut that out. Please cut that out. Edit that out. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, but like I said, I got a buddy that went to Japan. Now he runs those Mario Kart tours. So <laughs> hook us up. <laughs> yeah, he is actually. Yeah, dude, just crazy. Like he fully learned Japanese and everything before he went over, and uh, helped him get a job. So that'd be cool, man. You'd be able to go over there and check all that out. Um, but yeah, it's good to see that the tour extended all the way to um, to Japan. Cool. Um, is there um, any like um, anything you want to hype aside from the 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 tour and the Japan tour? Any other things that you got to say that you need to bring up? Just think, come hang out with us for one last time. Yeah, it's gonna be. Um, What's your last ever show in Australia? Uh, just ever in the tour. Uh, last ever show is in Japan. So we finished the Australian tour. That wraps up our last ever show in Australia. Wraps up at Blackenfest. Yep. At, um, in Alice Springs, and then the last show we will play will be somewhere in Japan. Cool. That Yeah, that's right, man. It's, and the last one ever in Australia is the Melbourne show on the Friday, is that right? No, no, the last ever one is um, 
Northern Territory. At, oh, right. Yeah, at, the Black and yeah. Alice. And, and when was that announced? Because that was like after, wasn't it? Yeah, we, we announced it. We, we announced it uh, with the tour. Yeah. Yeah, sick. Yeah, that, that, should be, um, that should be a good show. A lot, lot of beers. I mean, you're in the desert with five fucking thousand metalheads, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, sick, man. Yeah. No, it'd be, be a good way to close it all out. Yeah, definitely. I'm um, looking forward to, you know... Although, like I said before, when uh, the previous band, like it's a shame that you guys are calling it a day, but at the same time, it's good that the final tour is coming through Canberra, and like it's got a lot of um, a lot of people on it. Yeah, absolutely. We, you know, we wanted to go as many places as we could. Yep. Um, you know, people. Unfortunately, it has, doesn't go to everyone's home state and town and whatever else. But we we did try. Um, Sometimes things just aren't viable and don't work out. It yep. doesn't mean that we don't want to play for everyone one last time. Oh, well, I'm excited to see you guys um, what I can tonight, and which I don't catch. I'll get you down in Melbourne on the f- on the uh, the show down there. Yep. We'll wrap it up with that. Thanks for um, coming and joining on the show. And our final sign-off. Um, yeah, th- cheers for being on the show. And Thank you. Yep. And, uh, yeah, we'll uh, get it up before the end of the tour, and hopefully everybody comes out to the final ones. Cool. Legends. Right. Thank you very much. Yucca, yucca, bam. <laughs>